Nikki's hopped up on pain pills, but you know what? She's here for you. And she's drinking wine. She's drinking wine. I don't know why. My mom would be very mad. I hope she's not listening. No, she doesn't listen. Neither does my dad, so. Um, my sister, please, please don't tell her. <laughs> and with that, hi, I'm Alex. <laughs> and I'm Nikki. And this I is... had back surgery. <laughs> <laughs> And that this is swipe fat. Yeah, it's swipe fat. <laughs> do 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 do. do. <laughs> and that's Nikki's radiator. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it, you'll be able to hear it? No, I don't think so. Okay, well you can I always take it out. Yeah, when we were filming for our show, you couldn't hear it. Oh, you couldn't? No, because I kept like, because I have a radi- radiator right next to my table where we were doing your interviews. Yeah. And I kept being like stopping and being like, "Can you hear that?" And they're like, "No." They That's so weird because they were like, we can hear your elevator. Your elevator's loud. I don't think it's as loud. Le- and it clicks. Like, it it makes a, a heavier sound. Well, we're, I mean, I'm in the same. The elevator's yeah. in. Yeah, it's in your kitchen. Yeah. So. Just, like, rude that people were using it. It's I like know. They were also, like, leaving their apartments. Yeah, and, like, the doors are slamming. Like, you're how killing. could they, like, how could they leave? How could they live their lives? Such a great segue to that we had our dates. Well, you had. I already okay, had so mine. I, I know you. After our last time we were on the podcast, you had already had yours. Yeah, we, I had mine. Yes. This last weekend, and I feel like I was way more nervous than you were. I was like bugging a little bit. I was nervous. I was you so just nervous. you were playing it real cool, like you weren't. I've never played anything cool in my entire life. You were playing it pretty cool. I I didn't think you were nervous. Really? Had no clue. Our videographer, Jess, knew I was nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't here. Maybe that's why. Maybe. I just, I mean, the only thing I thought you were nervous about was what you were going to (laughs) wear. Well, I was nervous about that. That's fine. Um, I think I was just nervous. I was like, I haven't been on a date in a while, so I thought that was. Oh, that's true. The whole going on an actual just date. Yeah. I didn't. And then also that someone is watching you mm-hmm. while you're dating. Because mm-hmm. we have a videographer in the room. And I, that's never... I've never yeah. had a fly on the wall during a date. And the producer was yeah. also watching right. through Zoom. Yeah. I have a new appreciation for people who are on reality TV, like um, The Bachelor. Like, I, how would you not feel so awkward on those dates? Because mm-hmm. you would have at least six people watching you. At least. At least. Ours I- is... More low pro. Very low pro. I had one conversation and I was like, we shouldn't be having this in front of them. Why? What were you talking about? Sex? Well, no, no, not sex. But like, people can watch the show to find out. Uh... <laughs> I really like that that is the way you told people to watch yeah. the show. Yeah, it's uh, it premieres February 18th. I know. I love that you guys are so excited about it, but people keep messaging me being like, um, so tell me how the dates went. And I'm like, I don't, I can't tell you. Like, spoilers. I know. You get mad at us at, like, for normal life telling you spoilers about TV shows. Right. Why are we going to spoil the one we're on? <laughs> exactly. Like, 
no sex. So true. I want to tell everyone, but I can't. I know. It's hard. It's. Yeah. I'm actually really glad we're doing it together because at least I have something to talk. We could talk to each other. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and you know the dates because you know the guys because mm-hmm. you interviewed them. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. So I can be like, hey, let me tell you all about X. That's not anyone's name. <laughs> X. <laughs> 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 um, no. I think I am a little messed up on this wine. Are you? I don't know. I feel a little... I- we had some recording troubles. I know, you were... Um, I was, like, trying to lean over a computer, and just so you guys know, I cannot lean down <laughs> on anything for the next month. Yeah. I'm basically a cripple. I have, like, a grabber, you know, the grabbers that old people have? Yeah. I got one of those, mm-hmm. um, and so it was very uncomfortable trying to get our mics to work, but they're working. That's all that to say that... The things we do. <laughs> the things for we swipe do for you people. <laughs> oh, man. oh man! Oh, we have something else fun coming up. What? Our Galentine's cocktail. <laughs> oh my class. god, you're right. I, how have I forgotten? I don't know. Um, I there's so much going on. You know, we have a lot going on. <laughs> we really do. We're so popular. <laughs> I mean, because like technically, right now we have the Galentine's event and then we also are filming that weekend yeah so we've got a lot going on Uh okay so if you guys haven't heard yet nikki and i are hosting a meetup a virtual meetup and it's going to be a galentine's day cocktail like mixology class um with reve of simplicity and we're going to be making three different cocktails um if you want to participate um the link is in our bio for instagram uh, you can go sign up there. It's $55. That gets you a syrup, caramels, um, a rose, um, Ooh, access to the class. Yes, to talk and yeah. hang out with us. Exactly. And the only thing you have to purchase outside of that are like limes, lemons, and then alcohol. Your alcohol. whatever. But it's like whatever booze you want to use. Yeah. Your boxes will have recipe cards, but exactly. like it's really to your preference. Mm-hmm. I've done... Um, three of these cocktail classes in quarantine and they're they literally give me life they're so much fun um and they're really interactive we do uh trivia it's just like a good time are we doing trivia yeah oh it's like cocktail trivia it's fun oh okay, okay. yeah it's not like we're i thought up. we had to prepare trivia i actually for my hall my i did a hallmark christmas one and i made up all the trivia really it was actually kind of fun okay <laughs> if there was something i think that we could do trivia about i would say we should do it but let's just do cocktail trivia yeah 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 right yeah yeah Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just got stressed thinking about trivia. Yeah, don't be stressed. It's fine. It's fine. I'll take another sip of my wine. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good life out of my Out of my boob cup. <laughs> They're different boobs. I know. I love yours. Um, Nikki gave me the one that says overworked and underlaid, which unfortunately is very it's accurate. True. Yeah. Yeah. Too accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had more sex than you in like 2020. Okay, I was like, Not I don't overall. think you know how many people I've had sex with. No, but in 2020. 100%. You know what did happen with somebody who I went out with in 2020? Mm. I got texted by a guy who, found, who like, I got ghosted by. And he found our podcast. Really? Yeah, and he sent me this text, like, basically. Wait, like, so, wait, wait, how did he find the podcast, though? I asked. Okay. But he sent me a text basically apologizing, sort of, for ghosting and not, like, telling me what was going on. Yeah. And then I asked him Which how, is nice. Yeah. It's, I was like, cool. Like, great. 
That's great. Ted, <laughs> why are you growling at Alex? I don't know. Come what here. What did I do to you? Come right down. He's looking at me like, I yeah. hate you. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he sent me that text apologizing. And then I was like, where did you find the podcast? And he said it showed up like on his Explorer page on Instagram. Okay, so it showed up on his Explorer page. I just scrolled too far and I found a picture of like a hickey he gave me. That cool. Is, yeah. <laughs> um, so. Um, How do you end up on his Explorer page though if he's not like searching for you? I don't know. He go. Oh, I think I saw you some. Uh, saw something on my IG discover. Your topic overlaps with my interest. And I didn't respond. I should say, before I keep reading, that I have asked him to come on the podcast and he's denied. He said no? He said no. So, um, he goes, another reason I reached out is on Swipe Fat, you've mentioned feeders and and feedism a couple of times. And, well, hand raise emoji. Okay, so he is into, Uh, he's a feeder. He's a, yeah. Wait, now we ha- I want to have him on the show so bad. I know, I tried multiple times, and I actually had a really good conversation with him about it. Yeah. And we talked about it, when he would have told me. Like, I- yeah, when would he, okay, so if, like, you guys had decided that you were going to go out more. Yeah. When he would said he- it would have been, like, sooner. Okay. Like, around then, um, he would have felt out if it's something that I was interested in. Um, what if you weren't interested in it? He said it is not a essential romantic component for him. Okay, so... so- if you're not into it, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, but then, okay, my question for him would be like, all right, but is it something that, like, you need to see at some point? So, like, not from you. Like, but maybe, like, from porn or yeah, something? Yeah, like, are you watching it on porn? Or are you, like, going on OnlyFans to, like, watch? Yeah. Are I you feeding women on the side while yeah. you're dating me? Like, I want to know all the deets. That's why I want to have them on. But I think people who have fetish, like, I think you're making it a little bit more illicit than somebody who has, like, another kind of I'm not fetish. trying to make it illicit. No, I just want to know yeah, if no, that's... Yeah, no, I know, but, like, I, so I guess it's a question I'd do. Well, and, it, and then would you be comfortable with that? Yeah, but, like, I don't think somebody who has, like, a certain kind of fetish, if it can't be, like, say somebody who has a foot fetish, if their partner isn't involved in it, like, do they automatically go and, like, look for it somewhere else? Yeah, but I don't think that that's a bad thing. I just need, I just yeah. want to know the details yeah. of how he feels about it. And, of course, like, his thing isn't everyone's thing. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But I think, like, if you have a foot fetish and your partner isn't into it, I would assume you're still looking at foot porn online. Oh, that's true. So, like, not that that's, again, not yeah. a bad thing, but then are you paying people for foot pictures? Ooh, that would be cheap. I would consider so that's that what cheating. I'm, that's all I'm yeah. saying. I'm not trying to make I'm, it illicit, yeah. but that's the same yeah. thing. So am I paying a woman on OnlyFans to feed her? That feels to me like it would be cheating. Yeah, that's cheating. But because you're not into it, does he have to get it from somewhere else? Or he said it's not part of it. He says it's not an essential. So then maybe it doesn't part. matter so, for yeah. him. So maybe it's just a bonus. That's why I just want to talk to him because I, I want to know. <laughs> I asked like three times. I know. And I asked him if he ever changes his mind to let me know. So, okay. if you do listen to our podcast, <laughs> sir, um, we'd still really like to talk to you because you had a really good point of view and different than what we have or what we could get anywhere else, like, on the internet. Yeah. And I think it would be, like, really educational. We had 100% a really, because I want to yeah. be educated. I don't yeah. want to be saying things that yeah. are, like, Because him and I rude. talked about how, like, women 
have a fear of being a fetish because they're fat. Right. So him and I talked about that, and it was very interesting. Yeah. I wish he would come on. Like, I really wish he would. Maybe we can find someone else. Yeah. But I'd love to find, like, a, a somebody who is a feeder. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe we can find someone else. I don't know how. Maybe we can find him on TikTok. Maybe. <laughs> We're on there a lot. <laughs> um, you sent me an article. I'm trying to find it. We text a lot. I think we text too much. We do. We need, like, a Slack or something so that we can search easier. Maybe. <laughs> Um, and then I have sometimes we'll um, I'll be like oh I sent that to Nikki but then I have to think like where did I send it to her Instagram TikTok or text there's a lot or email we also or email. email and like it's just so much back and forth there's too many and it gets so confusing I know you know it stresses me out because I'm a very organized I know individual I know if I can't find it that stresses well, and then me we'll out. have a conversation on Instagram and I stop it and put it to text text because that's just easier Mm -hmm. um oh you know what i can just look i'm calling you on accident (laughs) (laughs) oops look i just all i had to do was pull up our links and it was right there oh perfect so a woman went viral for sharing how a man shamed her for not sleeping with him on tiktok yes remember that yes i do man this was like Okay, it's very triggering to watch. Yeah. Um, I don't... I immediately felt unsafe, like, watching it. Okay. Um, not that he was, like, being untoward or whatever, but I was like, I don't know how you're still sitting there. Yeah. And, like, not tra- trying to, like... I mean, she was trying to reason with him. Okay, so the video yeah. is of this woman um, who met a guy on Tinder and uh, went over to his place i think they went to dinner first okay did they either oh, way no he was supposed to take her to dinner but then he changed his mind changed okay. the plans and they i was went gonna say to- either way it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't matter what the plans were but he so he decided he she went over to his place to watch a movie mm-hmm. and hang out and she was like yeah sure and um when she got there they started hanging out or whatever he basically was like yeah, like, this means we're having sex. And she was like, mm, definitely doesn't mean yeah. that. Like, I get to decide if I'm having sex or not. And um, he was like, um, I just want to, like, edu-. He basically he mansplained yes. to her what being on Tinder meant and, like, what happens if you go to someone's house. And he was like, I just want to make sure you don't do this again to someone else because, like, I think you need to know what the implications are of, like, going to someone's home after meeting them on Tinder. Because, like, that, like, that basically insinuates that you're going to have sex with me. And he, I mean, literally nonsensical. She was, like, very, very good Mm -hmm. at, like, explaining to him that he was, like, being an asshole. He was like, I'm not trying to mansplain. And she's like, that's exactly what you're doing. Um, And, you know, he was like, and I'm not, like, forcing you to have sex. And she's like, that's, like, exactly what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, And then when he was trying to be, like, nice to her or whatever, I don't know. It was just, it was funny to watch, but also, again, like, triggering. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if you've been in that situation where you feel, like, obligated to have sex with someone just because. Sometimes it's just easier. So, yeah. That's that's a sad thing. Yeah. And that, I mean, people probably argue that that's 
non-consensual sex. But I made the choice. Yeah, but some people would say that you felt like you didn't have a choice. So that it's non-consensual. I had a choice. It was just easier. (laughs) I just want to say that. like, Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about my situation on the podcast before, but... Um, like again, my decision to have mm-hmm. sex with that guy, but like during it, I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people online were like, I would have told him to get off. And it's like, you don't know what you're going to do until you're in that moment. But it's like, I had only just met him and I didn't feel comfortable telling him no, because what is going to happen next? Yeah. You know? So then like in your case, what you're saying, it's just easier yeah. for it to just end <laughs> mm-hmm. and then never speak to him again. Right. So I think, like, that's the uncomfortable thing. But I think the, the, the thing that – so the person who sent it to me was, like, I think this is an interesting commentary. Our spin or twist on it is the – as a woman who is fat would, like, almost feel obligated to have sex with the person mm. after they said that because they feel like that's all they, like, deserve. Mm-hmm. Or kind of, like, maybe – yeah, I guess that, that. I don't that know. That they deserve. I mean, have you... What's your thought on that? Like, having sex with somebody because, like, they deserve to get laid because they went out with a fat girl? Yeah. Um. Or, like, it's almost like... I don't want to say it's, like... It's like they picked someone that they think they know will have sex with you. I think there is a stereotype that, like... Right. Fat women are easier. We're better at giving head. We're better at doing all these things because, like, we make up for the fact that we're fat. Right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a certain case where I felt that way. I think I felt suffocated in a relationship and didn't want to leave and thought, well, I'm fat. Like, I'm not going to get anything better. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a specific stance where I was like, well, I have to have sex with him. Like because, a, because because of I'm, your weight. Because of my weight. I, not because of situations. Yeah. Because I think my only time has been when yeah. I was in that situation. Yeah, I think for me, Ted, can you please lay down? He's trying to get comfortable on the pillow. <laughs> um, but I don't think there's a specific time where I felt obligated to have sex with somebody. I will say that and this could be problematic, I won't bring somebody home to my house or go to their house unless I'm willing to have sex with them. That's just my own personal rule. Okay. Just... Why do you think that is, though? Maybe because there is that expectation if they come over, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to... Be in that situation. Be in that situation. Well, that's that, like, old that's, adage of, like, you're asking for it. Yeah. You know, like if I kind of what that guy is saying in the video. Yeah. No, he's being like, well, you're asking for it. You came into my home. You're asking for it. That's now that I'm saying it. (laughs) I'm like exactly doing what that guy's saying. And that's just like been ingrained in me. Right. Like by girlfriends and by guys. Yeah. Like guy friends. And that's not just like advice, like kind of thing. Not necessarily like I've never been in a situation where. Like, I've gone to a guy... Like, I mean, before I lost my virginity, I've gone to guys' houses mm-hmm. and nothing happened. Or, like, you know, like, I've it wasn't of, expected. I've, but I've gone to plenty of guys' houses and not feel like... Not felt, like, expectation of, like, mm-hmm. hooking up. I don't know. Not on a first date. I don't... Well, I don't know. I'm sure I have. But I think, like... I just want... I want... I, I mean, I guess it's like I only do it with guys that I think are going to be respectable. 
mine haven't always been respectful. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that, like, like... Or, like, you know, like, I wasn't sure. Okay, there was, like, one time, and I, this, again, it doesn't have anything to do with weight, but I, like, definitely felt uncomfortable, like, in a situation where I, I felt like a guy was, like, pressuring me mm-hmm. to have sex with him. So I met this guy very randomly, like, on on the street. <laughs> in the wild? In the wild. Can um, we get shirts made that say in the wild? Yeah. Met him in the wild. The guy I'm talking to now says in the wild. Does he? Yeah. I love that for us. Mm-hmm. I love that journey. Um, so we met in the wild and um, I wasn't super attracted to him, but I was attracted to his boldness, right? Like that he like asked me out like randomly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so I was like, I'll give it a shot. And we went like he took me to very nice places and we like you know we're always like dressed up and it was like very much my vibe mm-hmm. so I was like into it and I think like our second I didn't even kiss him on the first date and I think okay. on the that's usually my go-to I don't really kiss oh, on the really? first date not usually if it's a good first date well yeah I want to kiss but like it's not always a good first date yeah. <laughs> and I think like a lot of times I'm giving I, I usually am like if I liked them enough like you got to give it a second try no matter what okay so I went on a second date with him and it was better and I think we did kiss and then like I think we went on five dates total but I had had just had that bad sexual experience mm. like earlier that summer where I kind of felt pressured into having sex and I definitely wasn't over it yet yeah. and I told him that and um, so I was like I need to take this slow well for him three dates was slow yeah and he was basically like chill about it but then he got drunk one day mm. and texted me while he was like at a Bears game being like. So when are you going to sleep over? And I was so mad because I was like, we just, we literally just had this conversation where I told you I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And now you're like trying to pressure me. So I didn't text him back. Um, and then the next day he was like so apologetic or whatever. But then like still being like a dick about it. Ah. I know. So I was like, okay, I'm over it. We're definitely like, this isn't happening because like now I feel, I felt pressured, not pressured before, but like, you know, felt awkward mid sex before. Now I feel pressured. Like Mm -hmm. what the fuck is happening? And he, um, I said like, let's, we need to not do this anymore. And I remember he sent me an email, an email, an email being like, um, I think you need to get therapy. This is obviously a you problem, not a me problem. Um, that I probably should call the cops because he was pretty sure I was raped by that other yeah. guy. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't say any of that but to also, you. But also, he's telling you you he's need therapy. He's trying to be like a knight telling, in shining armor. He's like telling you that you're crazy, mm-hmm. that you need therapy and you mm-hmm. need help, and trying to be a knight in shining armor, all by pressuring time. you to have sex. Exactly. It was so toxic. Um, and at the time I was just like not in a good headspace, right? Like it was a bad year in general and, um, it was just like bad male experiences after another or whatever. And it was just like, I don't, I feel like I can't trust guys anymore, Yeah. but I've never like, that's only, I'm glad I was the age that I was though when that happened, because I'm sure in the past I would have felt like obligated Oh, you know what? He also used to say, he would be like, I've dated like plus size models. I've dated. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah. And I remember being like, cool. Why do I, why are you telling me that? Yeah. And I think it's because he wanted to be like, look, like I've got like clout. Other hot women want to fuck me. Yeah. And you don't. So that's weird. 
And it was kind of like, that does not impress me. Mm -hmm. One iota. You telling me that you used to have sex with a plus size model. Good for you. Yeah, like, congrats. I'm, like, also basically a model. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't handle this. Okay, so to really turn the guys on this, have you ever pressured a guy into having sex? No, I don't think so. My awful human, I have. You have? Mm -hmm. Who? So, when I lost my virginity, Mm -hmm. I basically pressured him. (laughs) Um, I went over to his house and, like, we were starting to hook up, and then I freaked out and I was like, I'm a virgin. (laughs) Um, And then he was like, got real cold and wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah. And then I, like, threw the condom on and I was like, let's do it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That guy. And then the guy who um, sent me that text, the feeder, he, yeah. I went to his house, like fully prepared to have sex. And um, he told me he didn't, he didn't want to rush it, like didn't want to ruin mm-hmm. anything. We ended up just like going into his bed yeah. and like making out. And then I went down on him hoping that would help. And like it, <laughs> nothing, like it was the like longest four hours of my life. Like, of teasing. Yeah. Um, but I, like, tra- kept trying to make it happen. <laughs> and then he ghosted me. So maybe he ghosted me because of that. Because you were pressuring him. I pressured him. Yeah, he was like me. With that guy. I'm a bad person. <laughs> okay, but, like, have you... You've never felt, like, obligated to, like, give a guy a blowjob, even. If... Because of... I don't know. Maybe just, not because of your weight, but just in general. Okay. In college, yes. The first time I ever gave a guy head. Yeah. Um, I was in love with this guy who I was just, I was friend zoned because I was fat. Okay. He, they. He friend zoned you, not you friend zoned him. Yeah. He friend zoned me. Like, this group of guys, like, they all hooked up with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And he loved, he liked some of my other friends, but they were all super skinny and like, yeah. I was the only fat one, and I became the bro. Yeah. Like, I was the friend of the that group. That is 1,000% me. <laughs> yeah. But when he was drunk, he liked me. Yeah. But only when he was drunk. Okay. Um, and one night, like, we went into the bedroom of our friend's house, and we were, like, just laying there talking or whatever. We started making out, out, and then he started pushing my head. He's like, just, like, kiss it. Just, like, wow. like the tip. Like, whatever. And I ended up, like doing it because I you know what I felt like I had to you felt like you had to because I really liked him him. yeah I liked him I was drunk I really liked him I wanted I wanted something more with him yeah and you thought it was like a gateway yeah and um (sighs) well this is a kicker uh our friend was passed out in the bed Nexus turns out he was awake and watched the whole thing and like they high-fived during it no and yeah wow Mm -hmm. like after that were you just like i can't hang out with you anymore or were you like no i was still in love with him i was embarrassed but i was like still like obsessed and honestly like if i showed you a picture of him right now you would be like what the fuck yeah he is gross Turns out he also tried to force himself on another friend who was super drunk, like, later. Wow. A couple of years down the road. Jeez. So, so he's a scumbag. Yeah. Have you ever been forced to do that? Um, 
Not that I can think of, no. I think my first story was pretty bad. Yeah, I'm like, now I'm thinking I feel of, like I was being gaslit into having sex with someone. Yeah. And it was like, pretty bad. Yeah. As an adult. Mm-hmm. As like a 33-year-old. Yeah. 32-year-old. Bad. Um, No, I don't think that I've ever felt... And, okay, to like, to be fair though, I haven't always been... Um, you know, this size. Mm -hmm. Um, I, in college, I was probably a size 10, 12. Okay. So I was still big for my group of friends. Um, but I wasn't, you know, considered like fat by normal standards. That you would say a girl right now who's a 10, 12 is tiny. That's like what you I would, I would be like, you're skinny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, like, a lot of what I did in college was friend zoning myself. Okay. Um, I was really good at that. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I didn't want to, like, be hurt when they didn't want me. Mm-hmm. So. And not to say that, like, in college, I hooked up with some really, really hot guys. Like, I. I... Oh, good for you. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, I think a lot of times you're, like, you think. I don't know. Like, looking back on it, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I was so, I, like, I hated myself and I had no self-confidence and, um, like, everything about college was so bad. And yeah. it's like, no, like, everything was fine. You were just so self-conscious yeah. about yourself that it, you couldn't enjoy it type thing. Does that make sense? See, I lost weight before I went to college. But, so did I. But I was still, like, a 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but all the boys liked me like yeah and like I was in marching bands all the tuba players (laughs) they all had like the geeky ones all had crushes on me and I didn't know like I I just kissed a boy that summer for the first time I've never been out like never dated a guy like nothing and so all these guys like 19 20 year olds were all asking to hang out with me yeah I'm like oh well (laughs) I'm the friend yeah and so I was hanging out with all of these guys individually, and my, like, color guard captain had to, like, have a talk with me. She goes, people are talking about you. you what? Stop. <laughs> like. Wait, was, this is in high school? No, college. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was in college marching band. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I just yeah. assumed it was high no, school. No, I was in college. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and yeah, like that, they were all talk, like all the other band girls were talking about me, that I seemed sweaty. I feel like I'm in a literal movie right I now. I know. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? I haven't even kissed one of because them. Because that's stuff that happened to me in like grade school. I'm, I'm not making fun of you. It's fine. I, you know, was a late bloomer. No, I just mean, okay, in, in grade school, I got boobs like overnight, um, I was just fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fat too, and then I got boobs, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, she's proportionate now. Oh no, I bet I was still fat. Eighth grade was the only time was my time to shine. If you look pictures of me in eighth grade, I'm like, ooh, that's the body <laughs> that you like. So in eighth grade, you were called slutty because you were yes. friends with guys. And yeah. did nothing happen? Yeah. No, I didn't even kiss them. Yeah. Yeah, when I was in eighth grade. Oh. <clears throat> well, you just had it younger than me, okay? Yeah, I, it kind of fucking sucked, you man. You were in eighth grade and I was 18. <laughs> I had suck. a boyfriend, but they were like, you know, an eighth grade boyfriend. Oh. So eighth grade boyfriend's what you do. You hold hands. 
if I, that at movie theaters. Okay, well mine mine is gay now. <laughs> so like literally <laughs> you missed out on literally nothing. I think we went to two movies together and one dance. <laughs> I broke up with him and I broke his heart. <laughs> Did I, though? You went to a dance with somebody? I never went to a dance yeah. with a guy. Really? I said I didn't have my first kiss until I was in Yeah, but that doesn't mean you didn't go to, no. to a dance with someone. I never went to a dance with a guy. I was always with my friends. Okay, well, so... Or I didn't, like, in middle school, I only went to one dance. I didn't want to go to the rest of them because I was bullied because I was fat. To be fair, though, like, let's back up here. I went to an all-girls high school, so we had to bring dates with us. Oh. To place, I had to ask him, and it was always like my guy friend. Wait, you had a you had an eighth grade boyfriend when you went were in all girls school? No, no, grade oh, school. Just, I went to high school. Okay. Yeah, just high school. Okay. I had a boyfriend in high school though, but we met in the. Well, that's what happened back then. I think that story is actually funny because we met at. Um, have you been to Ravinia ever? Huh? Ravinia, you haven't. Oh my god, what? Okay, well, we'll change that. Ravinia in Chicago is like an outdoor music festival in the suburbs. It's the best. You just bring a picnic and get trashed on wine. Okay. It's the best. There's a train. It goes, like, directly there. Okay. Okay, as kids, we went there, like, every weekend because my parents were, like, obsessed. And it was just, like, great because they could just, like, be like, hey, kids, run around. It's basically a park. Wait, you met a boy at a festival? At a festival. I mean, like, put that in quotes. It, I mean, he worked there. He worked the coffee. He co- worked there? He worked the coffee cart. Ooh, was he older? He was. Oh. He could drive. My parents were... You were in eighth... Oh, no, 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 this, no. Is this is high school. school. High school. school. Okay. I was, I was like, a sophomore. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. But he invited me to his homecoming. Oh, that's... So... How was that? Um... How was it, like, going to dance with a boy? Uh, with a boy that, like, I was dating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it was weird because I didn't go to his school Mm -hmm. and my parents were like very picky about like how it all happened. Mm -hmm. So we... Because of course Jim would be. It was more my mom. I feel like my dad probably didn't care. Um, but like my mom was very, very protective. And so she was like, I need to like control this. And so she was like, if you're going to go, you need to make sure that your a friend of yours is there with you. So he had to get his... Friends to go with my friends. (laughs) Oh my god! I know. So he found two guys to go with two of my friends. Oh wow! And we went as a group. I don't think that those guys were very close with him. He was basically like, I gotta figure this out, yeah, so that I can bring her. Um, his mom had gone to my high school, so like it was, and I went to a very small, yeah, private all girls school. Yeah, and he actually ended up knowing my um, cousins. So you lived in the same town. Mm-hmm. So it was so kismet. We broke up three months later. <laughs> well, that's a long time. I guess. Is it? I in, don't know. In like high school relationships. Yes. Mm. I feel like I'm acting like I know, but I'm like only seeing like know what my friends had or like what was on TV. Yeah. I don't think it very much. I mean, we barely saw yeah. each other. I will say the only I feel like the good story I have about Joe is that um, he would come to my volleyball games. Oh. He's a good supportive boyfriend. And um, <laughs> he put in effort. He put in the effort. I feel like I didn't put in the effort. I remember my mom being like, you need to try. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I don't really care that much. Um. But yeah, he would come to my volleyball games, and I had this girl who, um, I would say she's a friend of me, um, 
she one time we were so we're like i'm all looking gross right because i'm playing volleyball but she would like come to the games to watch them to see joe because she thought he was hot and um i remember one time we were in the locker room and like i think i was getting ready for the game and she was just like putting on makeup or something and she was like do you have any lipstick i want to look good for joe and i was like that's like my boyfriend (laughs) i'm confused because i'm not like he's mine um not here for you um, and then when we broke up, she actually took him to prom. Wow. Yeah. And, like, the sucky part about that is that, um, like, I don't have to go to prom with my ex because I go to an all-girls school. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's going to be there. We're not dating. I don't have to see that. Yeah. And then now he's there. Yeah. I know. That sucked. I didn't have an ex to be <laughs> at my prom. <laughs> I mean, that's all. that's all I got. Yeah. About him. So you were cool. You had boyfriends in school. I don't, like, let's, that's. That's what I'm taking away from this. Oh, all right. Well, I would say that's not true. I'm the loser. No. I'm the big loser. (laughs) You can call yourself that. I know. I'm the big fat loser. That's fine. I grew up. This was such a, this was such a digression from I wasn't fat in high school. You know, I turned into a swan. It's fine. But do you think, I think sometimes maybe that, like, I was self-conscious, obviously, through all of that, because I thought I was fat then, Mm -hmm. but then, like, now that I actually am, it's such a, like, bigger mindfuck to be, like, oh, yeah, (laughs) you are not, and now you're dealing with the real stuff. I don't, like, I've always been fat, so I don't, like, I don't, like... Well, I think that's why you and I have such different experiences, Mm -hmm. because sometimes you'll say stuff, and I'm like, oh, I don't... That's not something I ever had to deal yeah. with. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, besides, like... Like, even being judged for being fat, I feel like it's a very relatively new thing for me. Mm. Like, um, I feel like lately I've been getting a lot of hate on Instagram. Oh. And um, just random. The stuff that doesn't matter. I, yeah. It does not matter to me. I know that, like, they're mm-hmm. trolls and whatever. But it's, like, that's new. It's a new thing. Yeah, it's something I've just dealt with like my whole life. So. Right. I know. I don't know how. I don't know. That's got to be work. Like taking a beating like that, especially when you're younger too. I don't know. I'm like glad that I can own the word fat now. I yeah. don't think we ever aired the podcast where I told like part of my story about growing up. No. So, I was abused growing up by one of my mom's husbands. Um, he only called me fat or pig right never by my actual name so I think like me owning the word fat like the evolution that's happened is pretty like extraordinary because I never I was so ashamed of who I was in my body back then um you know yeah I mean I would I would say like I hate using the word epic but like I feel like you've like epically overcame that right yeah I think like Nine-year-old me would be, wouldn't even fathom saying the word fat. Right. So, I think that's pretty cool. No, I think that's great. I think, like, honestly, sometimes, like, when I hear stories like yours or, like, Mm -hmm. other people's, I almost, like, I almost feel like um, not valid being in, like, the body positive space, if that makes sense, like, um, because I was skinnier and it's like, 
this fat body thing is like a, a newer thing for me. So I think it's easier for me to say it because it's newer and it's, things are more accepted now, mm-hmm. you know? Like if I was in this body and it was in 1999, would I feel the same way? That's when I was nine, by the way. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was I was older. Uh, yeah. Um, I think... You get what I'm trying to say, though, right? Like, that I was, like... That it's, like, almost like I don't deserve to be, like, oh. an advocate. No, that's not what I... Th- I thought you were saying it was easier for you to say things because you didn't... No, but you 100%... Well, both. both. You 100% deserve to be an advocate. I mean, you're living in that body. You've lived in it for a bit. Yeah. It's not, like, it's, I mean, I think, like, you, you were in midsize before, too. Right, yeah. So. And that's, like, part of the movement as well. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think the body positive movement is to say that everybody is valid. True. So, even if you, I mean, this wouldn't happen, but even if you weren't in the body you're in right now yesterday, mm-hmm. like, you were a completely different size, like, Unless you're a complete asshole and we're fat phobic, like today the body you're in is valid. Right. Like yeah. it deserves to yeah. have the same respect as every other body. I totally get that. And I think that that, I don't think that I disagree with that. I think it's more of the like, is it weird that I feel like I'm not enough for like a, I, I think like people talk about this a lot though. The mid sized people do. Yeah. Like people who are size like 12, 14. Because you feel like you're in between. Yeah. And not that I am. I'm, yeah. I'm squarely in plus size range. Yeah. But it's almost like I feel like I, one, could be doing more, but I feel like I can't because I don't have the same experiences as other people. Like that you had or like that, because um, mine are relatively new. You know what I mean? I still felt very uncomfortable in my body when I was younger mm-hmm. because I was always told that I was fat. Yeah. But looking back on it, I was not. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that sort of invalidates my experience sometimes when I think about it. When I'm like thinking about it backwards, it's like I never had the same experience as other people where it was like I didn't fit in clothes or... Um, I, I think, so I'm not trying to invalidate your thoughts that mm-hmm. you have, but I think not all fat people have been fat their whole life. A lot of fat people are exactly like you. Yeah. Like my mom was a size 10 until after right. she had me, and now she's like an eighteen twenty. You know, she get, like she became plus size. So right. I think like I think your experience is a lot of people's experience too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you made me feel better. Okay. <laughs> why do we always? Well, we've been really good lately, but why do we get so like deep and emotional at the end of our episodes? Like I don't know. I can blame the like narcos and wine mixture at the moment, but I don't narcos know what your excuse is. Wine. I think I like getting deep okay, Nikki. Okay. <laughs> I like having these comments with you, that's why. Yeah, no, I think like we have Honestly, you know, but I think we've talked about this before, but like, I don't have a ton of fat friends. That's true. So I think like, honestly, having these, com- I don't ever get to have these conversations. I don't either. So, so we have them with each other yeah. and then everybody gets to listen. Right. We're, we're each other's fat, fat best, best friends. friends. Fat best friends. You know, somebody actually was like, is she your best friend? And I was like, <laughs> she's getting there. Yeah. I was like, honestly, I talk to her every single day. She knows everything that's happening in my life. Like, right. She's getting there. Yeah. I was like, I see her in my life, like, forever. (laughs) 
Uh, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying <laughs> to get rid of me already. <laughs> rude. <laughs> so rude. Rude. Uh, on that note, um, if you guys <laughs> would, I'd love if you could subscribe and rate our podcast on iTunes. That would be really helpful. Yeah, leave a little review. Leave a little review. Yeah. And I always love putting this at the end, but if um, you want to be a part of our Facebook oh, group. Yes. Uh, we have we have conversations like we just had in yeah, there. Yeah, real deep stuff going on in there. Um, we're 258 people strong. Yeah, it's uh, a good 250. I, yeah, I agree. It's I a like great our group. little community. Um, if you want to join and have deep combos about being a fat midsize, or I mean, if you're skinny too, you come on in. We're just having those conversations about uh, what it's like to date in a bigger body. So please come through. And don't forget to sign up for our Galentine's Day meetup. Yes. Do it. It's going to be so much fun. We promise we won't have deep conversations like this. No, it'll be super, super (laughs) just fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Fun. And cocktails. Yeah. Who doesn't love cocktails? It's basically all of our favorite things. Yeah. You guys and cocktails. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for joining. We'll see you soon. Bye soon. She means next week. Bye. Raw sugar from hair care to body wash to lotions and more is made with cold-pressed extracts from clean, good-for-you ingredients, delivering a raw clean that infuses your senses with raw joy. Raw sugar, available at your local Target.